This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. By the book on BFM 89.9. Hello, everybody, and welcome to By the Book. I'm Lee Chui Lin, and as always, with me, my fellow avid reader, Sharmila Ganesan. Hello. So, today we've got a pretty fun one. We haven't actually yet talked about this format of writing and yeah, reading. Yeah, surprisingly, surprisingly, in the yes. four years we've been doing the show. Mm-hmm. So um, today we are going to be talking about zines or one specific zine, uh, Brickfields We See You, which was launched on the 26th of February at the Kale Alternative Book Fest. And joining us to talk about that, we have Adriana Nordin Manan, who is the creator of Brickfields We See You, as well as Sherry Ellis Jeffrey, who is the artist for Tragic Comedy and who moderated the launch of the zine. Um, Adriana, Sherry, Thank you both so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So I think we probably should start with a background question. How did you each first become interested in zines, both as readers and creators? Adriana, maybe you start us off? Okay, I'm definitely a a reader of a zine. Uh, I've been a reader of zines longer than I've been a maker or a co-creator in this sense with Amin Kamrani. I think I I like uh, essays. I like nonfiction writing. And I find that uh, so far in my experience, zines have a bit more of a, I guess, salt of the earth, more like grounded everyday kind of narratives when you find the nonfiction ones. And they are very, I think you see the personality of the writer come out a lot more in zines, uh, I find. So that's how it started for me, just picking them up at book fairs and any sellers just in the indie space. And I remember uh, during the MCO, actually, I got quite quite into it ordering them online, um, yeah, just to to keep me company, I guess. And that's how it was for me. Sherry? Uh, for me, I think it started during the MCO as well. Um, you know, cabin fever, I was at home a lot. And being someone who sells merch, I wanted to venture and try something new. Um, I'm also a writer, so it was natural for me to try out zines. I did it all online and it was my way of also coping during the pandemic, you know, being lonely and wanting to share my perspective or my thoughts during that time. Um, I remember I had some friends who were in the scene and they also had zines of their own. So it was during the pandemic that I just thought, oh, why not give this a shot myself? And yeah, that's how I started. So what makes the experience of reading a zine specifically so distinct? Sherry, maybe you can kick things off. I think for me, kind of similar to what Adriana said, you really see the personality of the person who created the zine, especially because it's not restricted to just print. Most of the time, there are pictures or doodles, um, you know, small, quirky excerpts like that. Uh, I really like the fact that with zines, there's no specific format. So it's not like a novel or um, it's not restrictive in that sense. So you never know what you might find in one. It's, It's really just like a jumble of odds and ends. Adriana? You know, I was just reading reading through one and now I now I have a, a very succinct answer. I would say it's that it's really the mix. Like there is this one zine that I read, it's in Malay. There was like a personal narrative about one of the writers. And then at the end, uh, there was a think piece about subverting like uh, colonial narratives in the global media, for example. And I was like, yeah, and then they're short. There's a bit of earnestness, I would say, uh, that really makes it like, really exciting for me. And as somebody who's quite who's like relatively new to the space, I'm like really excited to what can be done. And how would you describe zine culture in Malaysia? Is there is there a lot of interest generally? Yeah, I think it's definitely coming back. It wasn't really around for a bit, I feel. But in recent years, I've been seeing more and more creators in the scene um, having their own spins um, with their own zines. 
So I think it's, there's definitely a resurgence, especially with like the KL Art Book Fair and more events like that. You really start to see more zines, not just from Malaysia, but also from all over. So zine culture, I mean, it's it's definitely not new. It's been around for decades. Um, it really has its roots in this notion of DIY, the ability to create and circulate your own content, bypassing the traditional gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. In this age, though, of social media, easily self-generated content, how do you see zines evolving and appealing to today's audiences? If you ask me, I think it's because they last a little bit longer I'm hardly a social media expert, but just as an observer, I feel that, you know, just the the the, the cycle, right? Of like, wow, you go viral, you go whatever and everything. And then poof, you go, like you're gone. It's like there's this ether that you enter. But with zines, I see them being even like collector's items, just the stories. There's that uh, continued like through line that, that you can carry it with you as you go along. I feel the same. And being a reader as well, there's nothing more comforting than having something physical to hold on to as well. So with zines, that sense of wonder just comes true because you can just flip through the pages and there's never knowing what you might find. So I think it's making a comeback also because people yearn for that tactile experience when they want to explore something new. Adriana, uh, maybe you can tell mm-hmm. us about the zine that you just launched, uh, Brickfields We See You. How did it come about? What does it cover? I mean, Brickfields, I assume, but, yes. but what else? Um, thank you for that question. So actually, Brickfields We See You is uh, one part, I guess you could say like one third really of the creative output uh, from an international artistic collaboration between us here in Malaysia and two artists in London. The theme was Gentrified Neighbourhoods and uh, Muhammad Rowe and Jamel Alatis, they explored Peckham. Uh, which is in in London and has also has a history. I mean, pr- pretty similar makeup and history at, at, to Brickfields and also the current forces that impose upon it, as we can put it that way. And yeah, no, you know, to be honest, the zine just came. At first, I wanted to do something else. I am also a playwright, and I wanted to do a theater maker. So I actually wanted to do um, something related to theater, street theater. But uh, as as the days went by, and we were lucky to have a residency in Brickfields as part of our work where we stayed, I realized that there was just there's so many different strands, and they were disparate, but not in a not not like in a negative way or anything. There were just so many like like stimulus and so many things that I was experiencing and seeing while we were on residency and also my regular walkabouts to the neighborhood and conversations that I felt, you know what, Adriana, like instead of trying to really, because I feel, again, this is a personal opinion as a theater maker is, I feel that I try very, very hard to like be cohesive, be cohesive when it comes to theater. I, I, it's almost like I'm looking over my shoulder a little bit, maybe a bit too much. But with zines, um, I thought that, hey, maybe I could just like add, for example, and this was a segue into what's in the story, there are photo essays and uh, there's a bit of, uh, quite a bit is of uh, narrative nonfiction of people that we met in Brickfields. And then also there's commentary, uh, there's essays setting the scene about what what is it, what to expect. And then also reflection really on the theme of, I mean, and this is one of our readers said like the, she got a big sense of like nostalgia and melancholy, uh, which maybe is not something that I that I set out to do, but maybe it's it's, it's inevitable. I'm born and raised in Kuala Lumpur. KL is like my is my stomping grounds, and you know, so I guess maybe maybe that was there 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 was a bit of that as well. Yeah, so it's a it's very colorful, a lot of writing, also photos. But I mean, fantastic uh, photographer. 
and illustrations by Shuho Fan, our illustrator. So it's a it's a mix. And I think that's why I'm very happy that we chose the zine format just because of what it could accommodate in terms of variety of content. I'm curious, Adriana, who do you see the zine appealing to? Who's it for? I think it's for anyone who's interested in Brickfields itself. Maybe somebody who's not maybe too familiar with the neighbourhood, but is curious to know. I also think it's it could appeal to non-Malaysians, like visitors who just want to get a snapshot of of of, of a little piece of like I guess urban urban Malaysia in in this sense. Uh, so from a slice of KL, I'd like to think that anybody with an interest in narrative nonfiction and also a bit of I guess ethnography uh, work would like it. It's quite a light read. It's 40 pages, but because it's a zine, I would say it's quite a light read. But then I'm obviously biased. But yeah, I think that's who it would appeal to. And yeah, I, I even think, I mean, quite a few people actually have bought a few copies that they, they want to give to friends. And I think from what I understand, some of them are like friends who are not familiar with with, with KL and Brickfields. So yeah, I guess uh, if this were like Christmas time in the US, we talk about stocking stuffers, right? I feel like it would be that kind of gift, just a gift. Like I would, I would be very happy to just gift it to people who are curious, but perhaps not so familiar with the area. Shari, you've spent a fair amount of time in Brickfields as well. Um, what are your thoughts on the the idea, the concept of creating a zine to capture aspects of it or to celebrate the area? I think it's great. Um, you know, reading the zine, even though I used to work, I was, I mean, my previous office was also based in Brickfields, but reading the zine just opened up new perspectives. I didn't know there were so many things about Brickfields, um, you know, the the bit about the fortune teller, um, just those, even the history of Brickfields, I wasn't familiar with it at all. So reading this zine was really an eye-opener in that sense because you think you know a place, but really in a lot of ways you don't. Yeah, so so it's it's a great way for me to also be reintroduced to a place that I thought I was familiar with. We're speaking today with Adriana Nordin Manan, who is the creator of uh, Brickfields We See You, the zine that we're discussing today, as well as Sherry Alice Jaffrey, who is an artist uh, for tragic comedy and is also kind of in the, can I say, zine scene? I've, I've been you waiting to. to say it. So, yes, there <laughs> we are. Um, let us know do you enjoy reading zines, part and parcel of something that, that you think about um, when it comes to the city or uh, your reading diet? You can WhatsApp us 018 789 8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Books, figurines, movies. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello, everybody. You are listening to Buy the Book with Lynn and Sharmila. And today we're talking about zines in general and one specifically, Brickfields We See You. Joining us to do that are Adriana Nordin Manan as well as Sherry Ellis Jaffrey. So, um, Adriana, we, you mentioned earlier kind of the the various strands that the the zine took on, you know, the kind of different forms of writing that you have with it. So what was the process really of coming up with the content? Um, you know, did it start from themes and ideas? Did it start with collaborators? Did it start with just taking inspiration from the streets? The main starting point would definitely be two things. Uh, it was conversation with Amin, so my collaborator and co-creator of the zine, and also really just walking around Brickfields and talking to people. Uh, I, I, in in one of the essays, I do talk about how Amin and I are very different. Uh, he's very quiet, <laughs> and he he his camera is his is his I guess uh, utensil or yeah 
his craft is through this from behind the camera and I'm quite chatty like I talk to people like that's my thing and I think that's yeah so that that was definitely the starting point but it was also a battle for me to be very honest because sometimes I felt I was falling short in in the sense of like we need more history there's so much history because I keep discovering all these different things and then I needed to pull myself back because that kind of writing like journalistic and maybe research writing it comes quite easily to me based on my like my day job. But then I realized that no, Adriana, like if you want to add to like I guess the corpus of stories about Brickfields, you're not trying to write a, a coffee table book or you know, like a historical overview or anything like that. Uh you just wanna uh I guess convey convey your experience and uh just put it out there and really just share. I think it, it it's the, the zine is is an attempt out at uh, reaching out in terms of like extending a piece and like a glimpse to our experience. That's really what it was. But walking around Brickfield, I don't know, I love it so much. Uh, I, I hope to keep continuing on that path. So yeah, it was really just immersing myself and myself and just ambling along, observing, uh, having conversations both internally and then with others. Yeah. So what was the process of, you know, taking all of these things and mm-hmm. putting it all together to make this scene, Brickfields We See You? Ah, yes. So the process first I had a good I get I had a good feedback session with Heather Marks from uh, our producer of the whole project. She's from the UK. So I guess it was good to have her fresh eyes where she was like, um, Adriana, I mean, she, so she would tell me a bit things about tightening the narratives and the threads. So there was that. And then really, I I was traveling. Most of it actually was written over Christmas uh, when I was in Mexico City. So I was in another city, another country altogether. And I just felt that Again, it gave me perspective to just be like, okay, Adriana, you want to bring your readers along. So that's why I included a bit of the history because at first I didn't want to. I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't need that to write with history. But I realized that that's super important, actually, like just a little bit to set the scene. And then also talking to Amin and just getting his uh, perspective also that, that definitely fed the writing and just making sure that I wanted to balance. I wanted to balance doing illustrations, uh, photos and also writing. And I think I'd like to think that we we, we struck quite, quite, quite a nice note in that regard with Shu Hufan's uh, delightful illustrations, if I may put it that way. Um, and Amin's like really vivid photos and also the writing that Amin and I came up with. And yeah, and just wanting, also another thing I want to say is just wanting to honor the people we met in Brickfields. I have quite a few people who I definitely now consider friends. Yeah, and just how like they just so openly and warmly welcomed us really. Shari, overall, how big a part do art and design play in creating a zine and making it feel distinct? Well, I personally feel like it, really varies from creator to creator but like having that break having you know a doodle and suddenly a photo helps to just add a lot of variety to the whole experience and it just makes it a lot more immersive I feel so I wouldn't say that there's a fixed formula for it it really varies on the creator but it's it's nice when there's also an assortment of things to look at in the zine. And uh, I'm just curious, Sherry, when you work on zines, what sort of a process is it? Um, does it come from a design-led perspective or is there a different approach that you prefer taking? So I always usually try to start off with the structure and um, from there, I just assemble all the different loose ends that I have and try to put it together. Um, I think the layout of creating a zine is one of the trickiest aspects because, you know, after after working on it for so long, you, t- you tend to get a bit tunnel vision and it's hard mm. to objectively take yourself away from the whole thing. So I think it's also very important when you're working on a zine to have fellow creators to help take a look or 
you know, help point you in the right direction because it's it's very easy to get sucked in. Um, but yes, uh, structure definitely helps with the whole process and just assembling things together. So overall, what tips would you both have for someone who might be interested in putting out a zine of their own? If someone's listening and thinking, ooh, I've got an idea. I would say go for it. And don't let the aesthetics or the presentation hold you back so much. And maybe this is advice for myself more than anything. Yeah, just really write out what you want, uh, say what you want. But also, I think what you can, how you can help maybe steer yourself in the right direction is, as Sherry said earlier, like have other people read it, uh, get feedback from people you trust. Because it's just so, like I was saying, it's just so rich, like the the kind of stories that you can put out there. Um, no story seems too mundane. Like I've read the zines about, like, yeah, like grow, talking about how they, their uh, experience growing up and another one talking about uh, going on a camping trip with friends. And they were like, lovely. Like, I generally enjoyed reading them. So I think I would say, yeah, I don't think, no story is too mundane. Um, don't hold back and don't let the aesthetics, the thought of the aesthetics and layout overwhelm you. And uh, let in uh, trusted voices to give you feedback. For me, I would say go well. Don't feel restricted. It doesn't have to be pretty. So this means that you could also really just start off with like an A4 size sheet of paper, fold it, and then just try it out from there. You know, it doesn't have to be daunting. There's no strict format. A lot of zine, a lot of people that publish zines aren't even professional writers or artists. So don't feel pressured. Don't cave into you know all these expectations. Really just have fun with it and express yourself and it'll it'll work out from there. What about distribution? Because in the end, you want people to read it, right? What's the best way to get a zine out there in Malaysia? Okay, so I, I feel like really the best way now in this day and age is social media. Um, Instagram is a great way to get your zine out there, but also having pop-ups and booths. Because I feel like when people can just drop by your booth and flip through your zine, then they're more interested to maybe give it by. And also just having the interactive element of also being able to talk about your zine for a bit that really helps sell it as well so pop-ups and and instagram that would be the two best ways in my opinion and conversely um what would you both say are some of the biggest challenges in putting a zine out um adriana maybe you can talk to us about the challenges in putting this one out and then um sherry maybe generally well, with this one, I guess the challenge really was the, the battle that I actually spoke about earlier, but just being so worried that is this enough? Are these stories enough? Is it rich enough? And second guessing myself in terms of like, oh, am I putting enough, enough, enough background and, and all of that stuff about zines? Uh, fortunately, thank you to a grant that we got from the UK, uh, money wasn't a problem for us getting funds to print the, the zines, but I could see that that could be an issue or, or a concern in the future, in my in my grantless future for other projects, other zines. Um, so yeah, those are the two really. And maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe somebody out there needs to hear this. It's also, I guess, giving yourself that permission to just create and maybe like, I'm not, I'm not a fiction writer, for example. I like, I like kind of like want to melt into the ground at the thought of having to write fiction, but I tried, I wrote one piece of fiction for this. So I hope that uh, if anybody feels like a mental block or that, you know, this genre is not for them, zines are the great place to just be like, maybe it is for me in a bite-sized, uh, like manageable way. For me, it would definitely be the second guessing yourself part because the whole process can can take a while, you know, compiling all your thoughts and ideas, compiling your writings, your doodles. Um, and it's easy to stumble also along the way because after laying it out, you might think, oh gosh, does this really even make sense? Or are these doodles even nice, you know? But would anyone want to read my work? 
but really just getting it out there. I think I think my advice would just be to do first thing later. I know that sounds a bit idealistic, but really just just get the baby out of the way and and then it'll it'll just fall into place hopefully. Um, but yes, funding is also another thing. Um, I mean, for someone who also prints my own zines and I, I try to print them all in full color because I feel like that adds to the experience. It can be a bit costly. So having to um, check out different printers and different, you know, to figure out pricing that can be tricky as well. But it's definitely doable, I would say. So do you both have other zines in the works? Um, what are they about? Oh, I have a lot. Maybe too many. Um, I would like to write one about Mexico. Yeah, where I, where I was, I'm doing my holiday there. Um, I'm going to Kelantan soon, so I'd like to write about Kelantan. And there are other things. Actually, I'd like to write uh, something about just the different people I meet in my day-to-day life in KL. I, have, I feel like this is a city uh, with many interesting characters and endearing characters who I would like to write about. And for that one, I would definitely like to work with an illustrator because I think that would just like enhance um, the experience for me uh, and readers. Yeah. For me, I'm planning to do a zine about um, my time that I spent in Japan. I, I traveled alone um, a month ago. So maybe just illustrations of the places I went to or what inspired me during my trip. Um, that's something I have in the works. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see if that happens soon. We're speaking today with Adriana Nordin Manan, co-creator of the zine Brickfields We See You, uh, which we've been talking about and which launched, by the way, on the 26th of February. Uh, also with us is Sherry Ellis Jeffrey, um, artist from Tragic Comedy, who also moderated said launch and has, as you can hear, experience in zines. We're going to continue talking to uh, both of them after this in footnotes. We'd like to hear from you though. Are you a reader or a fan of zines? Uh, do you have favourites? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio and write to us at bythebook at bfm.my. <laughs> brings us to footnotes. Uh, Adriana and Sherry have both kindly stuck around for this last bit, which is actually kind of a straightforward thing. We, we just like you both to talk about some of your favourite zines that you would recommend. Sherry, maybe you can start us off? Okay, so one zine that I personally really like and which I discovered from the KL Art Book Fest last year would be um, Graphis Nusantara. So that is a collection of stickers and labels from the 1970s till the 1990s um, in Indonesia. So that's great um, graphic history, especially if you're a copywriter or a designer. It's really fun to just look at these old labels and fun copy, um, different cultures and styles, and it covers different categories as well. Uh, if you're a fan of just vintage styles, this is definitely one I would recommend. Um, another one would be um, called Serving Suggestion. So that's also a an Indonesian zine, but this one takes a peek into Jakarta's food scene. So there's a lot of um, interviews with foodies. There's also recipes and just a lot of really fun pieces about the food scene in Jakarta. Oh, those yep. sound lovely. I'm adding both of those to my list. <laughs> Adriana, what about you? Recommendations? Um, yeah, I have a few recommendations and I'll go by language. In BM, I would recommend um, three. Uh, there's Patin Press. 
Um, there's Zin Dari Johor, and then there's Pancha Roba. Um, I like them because they combine like cultural commentary um, with like personal narratives, and I really enjoy that. Uh, it's it's uh, and 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 they're from like outside of KL. I don't know. I just kind of like being able to uh, read uh, about experiences from people beyond the valley. Um, and in the English, uh, oh, there's another one that I like as well. Sorry, in in BM, uh, Nalangsa by Paranoda. It's a poetry zine. I love it. Uh, I love it so much. I want to translate the poems. And then there's Minority Blues by Shuren Press. And um, yeah, this was uh, about from an open call on the topic of minority blues. So I like that. I'd recommend that. And because she's very humble and she will not uh, say it herself, I will say it. Tragic comedy. Uh, all of this could be real <laughs> by, by Sherry. Oh, I've seen uh, that one floating around. Tragic comedy. Uh, I would definitely recommend. Uh, yeah, these are just a few that I'd recommend, really. Mm. Wonderful. I mean, that that's a lot. That That's a really nice substantive pile. It's so good scenes. because I feel so... Um, I feel so limited in my zine reading now. So I feel like this is a great starting point. I thought you were going to say you feel so prepared to move forward into the world of zine reading. I've been both shamed (laughs) and spurred. You would love that, you know, join us. <laughs> yeah, we have a little zine club or something. Yeah. Um, Adriana, Sherry, thank you both so much for speaking with us today. Thank you. Thank you. You've been hearing from Adriana Nordin Manan, creator uh, or co-creator of the zine Brickfields, We See You, as well as Sherry Ellis Jeffrey, um, artist from Tragic Comedy. Let us know again, we've been talking about zines. Um, do you enjoy reading them? Do you want to share some favourites with us? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio and write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.